When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Hello and welcome to Off the Bench. Me, Jimmy Williams, with Dockers great Paul Hazelby, who's back from a well-earned break. And this week on the show, Damien Martin's going to pop in and join us for all four segments, which is a rarity. It's a first. And, gee, I'm excited by it. Hello, Marto. Mate, if I'm driving into Obda Stadium on a Saturday morning, you're putting up with me for all four seconds. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. Wildcats game tonight. Paul Hazelby back in town. What an honour to sit next to both of you guys on a weekend. Hey, boys, did you see the fish that I caught through my uh, oh, downtime? Well, I ten seconds into the, the show. Socials and what was it? It was probably 20 kilos. One metre, oh, five. Big Jewfish up there in the Northern Territory. Pretty special catch. Was it delicious eating? Uh, I didn't get it. I gave it to the mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And well you've heard of mother-in-law fish before where you give the absolute tripe to your mother-in-law. <laughs> but I love my mother-in-law. So <laughs> Jewfish is actually pretty good. She packaged it up. She's driving back from the NT in a caravan. So now she's got food for the trip back. So what a son-in-law. Hand on heart. Did you actually catch that? Because there was a suggestion that someone else I'm has, offended at that, Jim. Has caught I'm it. absolutely no, offended. No, it was on the text <laughs> line. You, think, you think that I would take a photo of somebody else's fish and put it out there in the public domain. <laughs> I'm going to, you're lucky Mato's on today because I'm about to walk off air. I don't think that, but there was a suggestion that someone else caught Have it. you ever caught a fish, Jim? No. You're I'm not a fishing type, no, are you? No, I'm not. I don't went, have the patience. I, I went fishing with my old man a couple of times as a youngster. Absolutely hated it. Um, one time we went fishing in like a river and I accidentally caught a, a turtle. Um, oh. was, was it Donatello? What river, what river oh, Jim? I honestly, I'm not sure. What river where, around here has turtles? No, in it, was, it wasn't in. It was. It wasn't in Perth. It was somewhere a drive away. Um, Must have been memorable. It was really. He- <laughs> well, it was memorable because it was really heavy and we didn't know Jim, where it was. You have absolutely taken the bait on Hayes deflecting that answer as Speaking well. Speaking of memorable. <laughs> What about that win for West Perth, mate? Your team, emotional, caught it so brilliantly. Thank you, Hayes. Uh, great game of footy. Yeah, actually caught up with um, a, a few of the players during the week. Because you're mates with a lot of these guys, aren't yeah, you? Yeah. Like you grew up with them, went yep. to school. Yeah, so Aidan Lynch, probably the closest one, and I have a very close friendship with co-captain Aaron Black. So very emotional, very proud of them. Uh, great week. They're all off to Darwin for footy trip. Uh, hopefully they stay safe and don't get into too much trouble. Uh, they haven't stopped. I don't think, uh, and they should be celebrating hard because it was a great win. It appears like there could be a dynasty there with the Colts just missing out, the reserves just missing out, but all three qualified first to get into the grand final. It normally, it does go through the club. When you're good from the bottom up, you can yep. have a successful period. Do you see it coming? I hope so. I hope so. There's some really good, talented Colts that I think will get drafted. They had their uh, Dominish medal count last night, which I emceed, which was great. How'd to you go? At the club. Went very well, Hayes. Yeah, <laughs> did my best. And uh, yeah, a very... 
deserving winner of the award. And there was a couple of guys that played reserves as well um, that probably would have played mm. in this league team this year had they not had They the dropped depth. some experienced players for that grand final. So Blake Wilhelm was playing reserves. Yeah. Trent Manzoni was playing reserves. They had um, Joe Hinder and Corey Rundle, who between them had played five or seven games or something, and on mm. the day they kicked four goals between I love them. that from the coach, like backing in the youngsters mm. over the more experienced. It's hard to do, and it can go pear-shaped for you, but when you get it right, you look like the king. And that was the big story. Darren Harris, yeah. of course, kicked out of Claremont after coming runner-up by three points, mm. Marto, would you believe? Have you seen anything like that before where a club makes a big call like that when they're so close and then, of course, two years later, through circumstance, gets to West Perth and wins the premiership against the team that actually sacked him? Oh, he certainly enjoyed it. He mm. hasn't forgotten what happened a couple of years prior, but no, to lose a grand final and then lose your job, it's a rarity in sport. Normally, you pretty much stand up, applaud the guy and say, we'd run it back next year. Hey, 24 months has passed, and he's a premiership winner, and that's all that matters. Damien Martin in with us on Off the Bench this morning. Jimmy Williams, Paul Hazelby with you. We'll be back right after this. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Hello, welcome back to the show. Me, Jimmy Williams with Dockers great Paul Hazelby. Damien Martin also in the studio this morning. Let's get into the breaking news. Imagine the best DM breaker, the world's best rock breakers. It does surround the big week of AFL Trade Week, which goes... AFL trade period, in fact, Hazo, which goes until next Wednesday. And the Dockers made a move this week. Josh Corbett is into their team. We're still yet to get a deal done for Luke Jackson. Had to get somebody in to replace Griffin Logue, who played that role this year. So Josh Corbett is that guy. And as a forward, I think he's a better prospect than what Griffin Logue was. I just wonder where they can go back and give some coverage as well. It'd be great for him to add that to his repertoire, Mardo, to give them that flexibility. But he has struggled a bit, to be honest. He came in as a mature player to the Suns. He played 36 games in four years. And when you consider where the Suns have been, if you've got talent, you would have been given a lot of yep. opportunity. Ben King got injured and Levi Casbolt came in just last year to yeah. fill that void. So if it wasn't Corbett, what's the reason for it? So I don't think they've got an out-and-out star, but there's depth there, and maybe Longmuir can do what he did to Will Brody, just find the best out of Josh Corbett, and hopefully that's 30 goals plus for the Dockers. Is there any way they don't get Luke Jackson? No, I think it gets done. I think you've come this far. It's just going to take time. And what we have at the moment is a number of deals that are holding up the next deal. So Josh Dunkley is the one that's killing everybody else because the Western Bulldogs, of course, in the market for Rory Lobb, but they don't have the right pick to give to the Dockers. And then if the Dockers get that pick from the Bulldogs, they can then on-sell that to Melbourne. They're happy. Right now, the Dockers have offered pick 13, this year's first pick, a future first, and... Melbourne wanted a future second, which is probably just a bit too much. So if there's another pick coming in from the Western Bulldogs, I think it can really unlock a few other trade deals. Are they better or worse off right now if they lose Lobb, bring in Jackson with all those other players leaving? No, they're worse off. If they lose Lobb, there's no doubt they're worse off because he was their best forward. 36 goals was hard to come by. I think the next best was probably 25, and they're small forwards. There's uncertainty about Matt Tabernard and his future. With all the injuries, Josh Tracy, we're still not sold on just yet. Josh Corbett fills a void, and then you've got Jackson coming in. But he may end up as a midfielder like Mark Blixarves did in the grand final because as a forward this year for Melbourne – he really struggled, only kicked the 11 goals. So to think that he can come in and be like Rory Lobb straight away, I think is fanciful. Are they banking on Jai Amos being they a are. really superstar player? Because he showed signs. Yeah, you've got this big problem building for Fremantle that the rest of the 
ground is covered. Their midfield's good. Of course, Fife being back and healthy would help that. Yep. Their defence, I think, is really strong. But it's got to correlate to your forward at the same time. And if it doesn't happen, you can miss your opportunity or your window to win that elusive premiership for the Dockers. Imagine the best DM Breaker distributors of the world's best rock breakers, dmbreaker.com.au. What about the week for Corbett, though? So he's been traded from the Gold Coast to Fremantle. And, gents, just take me into what this was like. <laughs> he has his bucks due over the past mm. 48 hours after just being traded to a new club. So he goes from Gold Coast to Melbourne, huge 48 hours with his best mates, and he'll eventually be in Perth. Yeah, well, it's good to do all your radio interviews before your bucks do. You mm. certainly don't want to do them throughout the day and make a million. So you don't want to do it that night because things get pretty loose. But I wonder what an AFL bucks do would look like in this day and age with all the cameras and phones that no are out phones. there. Like I remember mine, had it at the South Fremantle Football Club. I just left Frio, so a lot of Frio guys, a lot of South Fremantle. And look, you just couldn't have any of that stuff get out in the public domain. But I just don't think clubs would do that now or clubs would allow their players to have those sort of images that are obviously available to be put out there in the social media Twitter sphere. I don't want to give out too much. We had Brad Chapin on the show while you were gone. Now, he's in charge of a Bucks party for the next mm. four days. So what has he done? Oh, There's about goodness. 15 of them driving about 10 hours north. I won't say and is exactly it a player? where. I believe it's a player, yeah. Bucks party. He's in charge, but a private house, <laughs> just yeah. the guys having a good time, bit of fishing, bit of banter, and maybe a cleansing ale or two. Yeah, and get rid of everybody's phones yeah. because yeah. you just don't want to go down that path. Yeah, couldn't agree with you more, Hayes. You don't want any uh, dangerous images or videos circulating the net, but hopefully, uh, for Josh Corbett's sake, he had a great Bucks too, and let's hope that he is the player that Fremantle want and need him to be in 2023. Back with more on Off the Bench after this. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Welcome back to Off the Bench. Let's get into the dig. Don't dig blind. Check before you dig every time. Me, Jimmy Williams, with Paul Hazelby. Damien Martin's with us. Just quickly, Hayes, I'm digging the start and this Perth Wildcats lineup. They're going to go very, very far this season. digging their work. Absolutely. Like, I'm digging the Adelaide 36ers. What the hell was that in game two against oh, o- Oklahoma City? Like, they got blown off the park after getting all our hopes up after winning against the Phoenix Suns. They just couldn't back it up. What's wrong with that team? <laughs> I've walked in, pepping my steps, saying, can we just talk NBL for four seggies, thinking I can finally brag that an NBL team's beaten an NBA. Yeah, they, they lost. They came second. They got the silver medal versus OKC yesterday. Yeah, I mean, 33 points, Marto. Oh, mate, they, they played their grand final a couple of days early. What cliches can I use? They were jet lagged. It was an hour flight within America. Uh, How good was it, though, in all seriousness? Incredible. One of the best shooting displays I've ever seen, let alone being an NBA game. You've got to remember the NBL three-point line is FIBA standards. It's about a metre shorter than what the NBA shoots from, and uh, they were incredible. Absolutely incredible. Whether Randall comes mm. back on that plane that and plays... No. No, Jimmy, no, no, he's back. points. He, he's not. He's not yeah. coming back. Not after those two games that he played. He, he shot. He shot nearly over fifty percent from three and from the. Uh, yeah, from the field, yeah. over fifty nine threes in the first game. Backed no it up with another. So ten clubs points. were interested, and that was after game one. And then he backed it up. He he'll be in the NBA. Hey, Matto, is it disruptive to their NBL season? Now you've been involved with the Wildcats going over. We've seen other teams that their season's been push back, which means probably a bit more compression, the travel factor, they start poorly, they might miss the playoffs. Is it worth playing these games? The Wildcats missed out on the finals by one game last season. 
Mm. And so I think there was potential for them to go over and play a game yep. against an NBA team. But when you're weighed up, the Adelaide 36ers, they didn't play in round one. And as you said, that now means they've got to make up that game. Yep. They get back, you know, say tomorrow with all the jet lag, they're fatigued through Monday to Tuesday. They play on Thursday. If they lose that game, that could be the difference between yeah. finishing in the top four or five, missing out on finals altogether, being minor premiers versus runners up, home court advantage versus playing away during the semifinals. It's a lot to weigh up for Adelaide. They'll be saying we've made the right decision. We've brought the guys together. That chemistry, we've, we've sped it up because they did bring a lot of new players in. So I think Adelaide will get on the plane saying very much worth it. We won't truly know until next Thursday with the performance they put out on the floor. So for us, for the Wildcats, I'm glad they didn't go all the way over there mm. for one or two games. But for Adelaide, I would say it's been a massive success. Marto, what about the Wildcats? Impressive against the Bullets. Game two here in Perth. They take on Illawarra. Tyler Harvey's been impressive. Justin Robinson looks like he's finding his feet. It's going to be a good game. Yeah, they had a great win against South East Melbourne. They actually got it out to about 20 points at one stage. They let the Phoenix back into it. Mitch Creek was great. Adnan put in another good performance. Junior Madut in his rookie season was fantastic for the Phoenix, but Illawarra held on off the back of those names you mentioned. They are a serious threat for the Wildcats out here at RAC Arena. And two of the most exciting players to watch out there in the NBL are Tyler Harvey and Bryce Cotton, and they'll be matching up on each other. And I think whoever gets the better of the other their team will win. If they cancel each other out, then all of a sudden we're going to be looking to some other players to step up, whether it's a Corey Webster, Jesse Wagstaff. He was brilliant. My running mate, my old buddy. <laughs> he was great in game one. And let's see if he can back it up tonight. Don't dig blind, lodge a free dial before you dig inquiry online every time. Don't go anywhere. More on Off The Bench coming up right after this. Off The Bench with Paul Hazelby and Jimmy Williams. Welcome back to Off the Bench. Me, Jimmy Williams, with Dockers great Paul Hazelby and Wildcats royalty Damian Martin. Well, before the start of the show, you said Dockers great, and you said and Damian Martin. Oh, did so I? you didn't call him Wildcats great, but I'm glad you bounced <laughs> back, Jimmy, with royalty because that's what he is. He's he the is. captain of the 40 year anniversary Wildcats team. Would you believe six time champ, six time defensive player of the year? Keep going, keep going. Uh, He's got the there's, award there's... named after him, Damian Martin Award. Yep. Defensive player of the year. I love coming in on a Saturday. How come I don't get this during the this week with the run home? Because we want to entice you to come in okay. here and, and speak with us on the Saturday morning. Now, boys, just on uh, Thursday night, I watched the untold documentary oh. on the America's Cup. Ah. Have you guys – are you guys across <laughs> the America's Cup? Like, we're too young. Well, it was in 83. I was born in 81. You are probably 84. born in 84. And, Jimmy, you're <laughs> not even – Yeah, 10 years <laughs> later. I did not realise <laughs> how Jimmy significant – Now, I've been on radio for a long time, and people talk about the greatest sporting moments that we've ever seen. Yep. Categoric, this is the greatest sporting moment we've ever seen in Australia. Why? And I didn't understand. Like, they had 250,000 people come wow. to the parade when they won. Wow. And the parade, listen to this, was from Fremantle to Perth. And they thought <laughs> they'd have a few in Fremantle. And then you drive, whether it's Stirling Highway or Canning Highway, come down there and they thought, ah, there'll be periods of road when nobody's on the sidelines. It was packed from go to woe. Unbelievable. And the story of how they built this boat and they had the wing keel. It was like a special design. They were 3-1 down 
And it, the winner has to get to four. They got it back to three all, and they beat the Americans. And up until that point, had never been beaten in 130 years. It's the wow. longest sporting achievement. We talk a lot about the Wildcats. But people of our age, Marto, don't understand the full story of the America's Cup. And that's where the great quote from Bob Hawke came from as well. Yeah, yes. <laughs> if anyone if you, misses, yeah, miss work tomorrow and your boss gets mad. Yeah, you're a bum. If you <laughs> sack your employee tomorrow, you're a bum if they miss work. Well, what are some of the other stories that story? Because I've heard about how the Rendezvous Hotel, for example, got put mm. up. That was based off making sure there's enough people for America's Cup. The celebrations, but what was the yeah, one? Yeah, so it was in New it? York. So it's always at the New York Yacht Club. So you've got to go there, challenge them, beat other countries, and then they finish with the top two. And we went there. And the big difference was we got this really different guy. I've, I forget his name, but he designed the boat. And Alan Bond, of course, was yep. the person that funded the whole mission, yep. but it was the design of the boat that was the difference. And then once they got over there, they actually brought the boat in after every race and they would cover up the bottom because they didn't want any of the other boats. And then they got wind of it. And then some of the other teams were making some changes to their boat on the fly throughout some of the races. And it's just so very brilliantly told by John Bertram, who was the skipper. Alan Bond, of course, was in there. Uh, Bob Hawke was in there before his passing. Absolutely brilliant. I, I recommend go home tonight and watch it. And we'll come back and rendezvous on uh, on Monday. Haven't seen the show, but was lucky enough to meet John Longley, who's, of yep. course, the uncle of he's Luke Longley. He's got a small part in there as well. Yeah, he's in the documentary, and he came in for an interview uh, on another show a couple of weeks mm. back, and what an amazing man. He just uh, he told those stories about how he couldn't believe how many people had turned out to watch the victory and how they did it and the funding behind it. Very fascinating. And then once they won, so you win over there in New York, and then we invited them to come back uh, four years later. I think it was in 87, and that's when it was held here in Perth. But we lost that one. Ah. So we won it over there to bring it back, and then New York. And they talk a lot about the captain of the American team, who at the end of the loss, he's the first captain in the history to lose the title. He loses his position, but he comes out of retirement, comes back here to Perth, and gets it done easily. Because they then altered their boat. And the wing yeah. keel, you ever heard the expression the wing keel in, mm, in any of those sports? That came from the design of the Australian guy. That's an incredible story. And it goes to show how far off I was, because there I was talking about the rendezvous got built yeah. to win it, but they, I didn't realise they'd won it abroad and then yep. lost it when they brought it back mm. here. Oh, I just was Great like, story. this is the biggest thing I've seen in sport. And I now agree with it. And I now understand why everybody on every show that I've had that are older than me actually talk about yeah. it with such exciting passion. There you go. Paul Hayes will be giving you a challenge to watch the Netflix doco, The Untold Story of the America's Cup in 1983. Get to it. Hayes, that's all we've got time for. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you, Royalty. Thanks, Marto. Go the Wildcats. We'll see you all again next Saturday here on Off the Bench. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.